Hey, good evening, everyone. Happy Friday to you all. Welcome to another podcast of the Dell in Mind. So, oh, I'm sorry, stretching a little bit. Finally made it to, well, somewhat, I guess, the weekend. Oh, shit, wait a minute. Today is Thursday, right? Oh, damn it. So, I'm thinking today was Friday because I have an extended weekend, not to be bragging. Um, but... Yeah, today's Thursday. Damn, I was going to do news out of a hat. So, I mean, not news out of a hat. Sorry, I was going to do, um, is there such thing as a stupid question? Well, guess what I'm going to do tonight? Is there such thing as a stupid question? Because I had that topic on my mind already, and I'm thinking it's Friday, and it's not Friday. Now, again, I'm going to do a little something different here. Um, Normally, Fridays is the day I do. Uh, Is there such thing as a stupid question? Because I really had nothing else lined up in terms of topics. But it's okay because I'm going to do that now and then tomorrow is going to be whatever topic comes to mind. But tonight I'm going to go ahead and find out is there such thing as a stupid question. So, yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a, oh, excuse me, awkward one. And again, I do apologize in advance. These allergies are not in my favor. So if I'm sniffling a little bit, it's not that I'm doing a line of Coke. I'm simply just feeling like the allergies are fucking with me right now pretty heavy. All right, so hey, so we're just we're taking a bit of an unorthodox turn. So I'm gonna do. Uh, is there such thing as a stupid question again? If you're tuning in for the first time, I do this every Friday typically, and also um, it's basically a website I go on called Cora. It's a question and answer site, and I truly go on there and find out if there's a such thing as a stupid question. It's an open forum to ask whatever you want to ask and whatever you feel is on your mind. So, yeah. So again, I'm going to just get right into it. Now, follow me on this one. If you're new to the show, you'll get the idea of what this episode is sort of about. And I do this once a week, every Friday. Again, today is an exception to the rule because once again, in my mind, I thought today was Friday and I had this episode already lined up and they're not realizing today is actually Thursday. All right. So I got allergies, man, hitting me hard tonight. All right. So, uh... Hmm. All right, so I got a question that already popped up on here, already getting right into it. Uh, this person asked and said, uh, I'm a white girl who's attracted to black guys, but I feel like black guys prefer black girls. Is that true? Not not, not where I'm at. <laughs> not where I'm at. Um, it's it's almost the complete opposite where I'm at. Um, and it's, it's crazy that that question popped up because, you know um, – I'm, you know, here in Tennessee, right? You know, we we all have like um some of us from the north have that idea that all of the south is racist, but let me tell you something. Okay, I was stationed in Italy prior to never really been down south until now, and I tell you what, any idea at least where I'm at is complete of, uh, you know, complete racism is out of there. Clarksville is definitely a very diverse. It also could be just simply because it's a military community, but there are a lot of black, white couples out here. And I think honestly, um, I'm starting to see more black dudes go to white women. That's a whole different story. Um, but yeah, it says here, I'm a white girl who's attracted to black guys, but I feel like black guys prefer black girls. Is that true? Again, it come to Clarksville. I promise you it is, it will work out in your favor, especially if you're a thick white chick, it will work out in your favor. Uh, this person said, uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, these sniffles. Again, I'm, I apologize. I'm doing my best here. Um, this person, Brian, answered that question by saying, blacks prefer any woman except a dark-skinned woman. 
They're actually racist against their own kind. They see lighter colored black women as more attractive than darker ones. And of course, they want white women the most. Their jealousy and self-hatred is easy to see. I already got that that right here. This this here, colorism, is definitely should be tomorrow's episode or whatever the next episode is. Um, so yeah, there's this um we we face this generational curse as black people where there's the light skin versus dark skin. It goes back to the house negro versus the field negro, where um if like the slaves were lighter skin, and usually that's sometimes, if not all the time, based on rape of the of the slaves by the white owners, um, they end up having a child together. Now, again, the kid is still black, but the kid is treated a little bit better and being able to stay in the house and not shack with the rest of the slaves because the, the child was a lighter, fair skin color uh, with, with, with a different hair type. Now, that ideology translates to today where the dark skin a dark skinned person is shunned compared to a light skinned person and then you know the beauty standards and all that other stuff that is so true to this day um now you know d- dudes are going to have their reason to go for something maybe they grew up with the idea that you know dark is ugly you know they they want a pretty baby with good hair so they go with something lighter i know guys that's like that um, i know people that are like that but you know it's not really self hatred it could just be simply a preference and a lot of people kind of get that mixed up between preference and fucking um let me see what was the term i'm looking for um between being racist and just a preference right like if you're a black dude that only likes white women is that really just being racist to your to your kind no that's just simply you prefer a white woman that's it plain and simple there's no racism or anything to it that people try to put a spin on no it's just simply you like white women like i love latina women my wife is puerto rican i because i assimilate more to latina women I'm very much attracted to them, and I grew up around nothing but Latina women, and that's what I know, and that's what I'm attracted to. That doesn't mean, because I've I've been with a black woman. My ex-wife was black, sort of black, half Italian, whatever, but mostly black, I guess, whatever, however you see it. And again, that that whole, you know, I don't know. And then this other person, Andre, (laughs) he says, you're right. A lot of black men try to fuck me on the low, and I'm mixed. Moving right along. All right, so another question. Um, no, I've already read this one. Um, let's see here. This person asked the question, why do I hear little voices in my head after I smoke weed? Does anybody else know that this is happening to me around me? Ooh, this person, Amy, answered the question by saying, only you can hear the voices. The medical term for this is psychosis. Sometimes psychosis will go away. Sometimes we cause genetically susceptible persons to become permanently schizophrenic. If I were you, I would never touch weed again. Psychosis is not a fun game. Others can hear the voices in your head. Only you can hear them because they're not real. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. If you smoke weed a couple of times and you're hearing voices in your head, I think you should probably follow Amy's advice and just stop. But again, you know, weed affects people differently. Um, especially if they're chronic weed smokers who've been, you know, smoking and toking for years and almost to a point it has no effect on them. Now, people who probably smoke it for the first time probably spaz the fuck out. It also depends on the type of weed you got, the type of strain, whatever's in it. It might be laced with some crazy, crazy stuff. Anything. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if you're hearing voices in your head, yeah, that, ooh, that's not fun. You probably need to go get that checked out for sure. All right, so uh, let's see another question here. Again, these I, I, there's some questions here. Sometimes I I just can't even like 
read because some of these questions are, are like borderline bizarre, but I do my best. Um, yeah, like this one question here, I, I, I tell you, like, again, you go on the site, Quora, Q-U-O-R-A, and people do ask some pretty outlandish shit like this one for perfect example. Somebody was ballsy enough to ask, should fathers be allowed to breed their daughters? I swear to God, this is what somebody actually asked. And somebody actually did answer this question. Now, this answer is going to bug you out. I might as well fucking just get into the question. Yeah, once again, should fathers be allowed to breed their daughters? Someone actually did ask this question, and somebody actually did answer it. So it says here, yes. Somebody actually says, yes. This guy by the name of Real Rick says, yes, provided the daughter is the one allowing him. Nothing is hotter than ancestral sex. Yeah, I'm not going to read no more of that. That to me is, again, there's some shit here that is just straight off the wall. Now, again, not every question here is sexual. They do have rooms that basically, um, different depending on topics, certain topics could be medical, health, um, hobbies, whatever. There's a lobby for everything you can ask questions for. But I ain't reading the rest of that. That shit is just straight sick. I told you there's a limit to certain shit, and that was right there. Um, now this one, this next one is a little bit more realistic. Um, this person asks, I am in my forties and I live at home with my parents. How do I explain to a potential date my living situation without looking bad? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you should have probably just told the truth right off the back. I mean, all right, look, it's no secret. I did an episode on this before that a lot of adults, excuse me, are living with their parents. Okay, there's no shame in that, right? I mean, things are kind of tight. If they're willing and there's like a mutual agreement or some sort of understanding, why not? Now, if you're in a dating scene and you're about in your 30s or 40s, right? Because, you know, you're an adult, regardless of your living situation, you should still be allowed to date and be an adult. However, comma, when it comes to this, you, you got to be straight up with someone. Don't waste people's time. Be like, hey, listen, man, I... I, I, I'm digging you, you're digging me, but you know, I, I just want to let you know off the back that I'm living with my parents. Because the last thing you want to do is be one of those people that, let's say she want to come over to your place and you keep stalling. Like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not a good time. Or no, no, they're doing renovations. Or my, my house is getting fumigated. And, you, and you're going to keep pushing these excuses. And then, you know, he or she is going to wonder like, what the fuck's really going on? And then you're going to be like, well, you know, I should have told you, um, I live with my parents. And I play Dungeons and Dragons on Saturdays. So, I mean, like, you know, again, you, you, you might as well just be straight up with this person. Now, this person um, was fortunate enough to get an answer, but this is a long-ass answer. So I'm going to try to find a shorter answer. Um, this person, Christian Finch, answered the question by saying, um, just tell them it's cheaper. What's the point of spending most of your income on rent if you don't need to? I live on my own for years, then moved back in with my mom. Because A, she didn't want to live on her own, and B, I didn't want to live on my own and pay a fortune for doing so. The money that you are saving can be used to retrain and set up business that will set you up for life. Tell her only idiots waste all their money giving it to a landlord when they don't need to. Christian, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that is not helpful at all. Listen, you may some of these people may be idiots paying rent, but they're not living with their moms. So you just decided, well, my mom, and that seemed to be a classic excuse for some dirtbags that just don't want to be responsible for themselves. Like, you know, well, my mom, you know, um, you know, she didn't want to live on her own. And in some cases, which may be true, okay, 
some cases it might be true moms um in that situation let's say they lost their husbands and they don't want to be alone i got that but it sounds like this dude is just straight up taking advantage and then bastardize people who pay rent okay paying rent is not the most glamorous fucking thing in the world and yeah you're paying more money but you're on your own you can bring somebody to your house without having you know or your apartment without having to worry about mom checking in and and shit like that so i mean the dude just kind of just went in on people who pay rent and feel as if like what he's doing is i mean if he's doing something positive with it if he's saving that money but if he's just bullshitting and wasting time and just taking advantage of being in his mom's house then yeah dude you 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 have no right to be given any sort of advice in any capacity all right so let's see all right this next question is a bit out there um this person asked is it a bad thing that I want my wife to have a lover? Cuckold alert. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah, that sounds like some really cuckold behavior right there. And somebody did answer this question. Uh, a gentleman by the name of John says, is it because if your wife has a lover, that makes it open so you could have a lover? And how do you know if she's not having a lover with a coworker? Or boss and no it not bad thing okay this i'm reading it how these people write it, okay so it's not me just not like, like being dyslexic and shit uh i'm gonna find another answer because this dude is just giving me an aneurysm uh this person this other person says no it's awesome to share her it won't hurt her or wear it out it will make sex amazing um or this other person says or you won't get sex at all because she has morals and doesn't like to be filled up twice in one day um, I'm going to answer this question in a sense that makes a little bit more sense. Um, yeah, it's a bad thing, dude. Like, why would you want to be sharing your wife with anyone else? That to me tells me that you got that he has some weird kink happening here. And again, there's a proper term for dudes like him that is called cuckolds. There are some guys out there that is willing to give their wives up to fulfill their fantasies or whatever their wife's fantasies and just like, have some dude ram her out in front of them while they sit there and just watch. It's it's crazy. I, I told you, whatever makes your sex life better, go for it. But I'm telling you, that shit is not a thing with me. Like, come on, man. I think it's a bad thing. Of course it's a bad thing. You, you're literally just giving your wife up, but, like, you're whoring her out. Yeah, that's a bad thing. I'd say it's a bad thing every day. Okay, now I think this question here is definitely worthy of uh of an episode okay um this is a very intelligent episode um a very intelligent um question here and there might be some truth to it can cheating save a relationship hmm. now sometimes you gotta do a little wrong to do a little right i guess that's what the the the, the general consensus is i don't know uh let's see uh let's uh Let's read the answer here by um, A. Marie. A woman by the name of A. Marie um, says, it actually could. It might take infidelity to make the other partner realize that thinking of their partner with someone else is an incredible turn on. Watching would even be better. And the partner that's cheating will probably have a confidence boost knowing they still got it so they too could spice things up in the couple's sex life. It's probably rare, but definitely possible. Um, in my honest opinion... In some cases, yeah, it could, because now, you know, there's a vulnerability factor in this relationship now, and it's like, okay, well, shit, you cheated on me. Where do we go from here? 
you know, I'm sorry, or, you know, we don't know why a person would go and cheat. Okay, maybe they're just not being satisfied by the person they're with, or they just feel frisky and promiscuous or just whatever, right? But, it, you know, I've heard of cases where cheating um, did save a relationship or two or made the bond stronger, made the two parties really sit there and put out the problems to which may have led to that point. And it kind of sort of worked out, but that doesn't mean cheat. It doesn't work for everyone. Like there are some people that are zero tolerance and they will tell you straight up really quick, like we're done. We're absolutely done. There's no saving it. So, I mean, for some of you out there that is in some sort of a buggy relationship and think that if I cheat, this will bring him or her around. It's a 50, 50 slingshot, my friend, you do that shit. You may very much be risking it. You're risking it all already, but you're going to end up losing it all on that premise alone. So it's not something I would recommend, but there is possibilities and there are relationships that that has happened. Okay. So you'd be surprised. Uh, let me see. Oh boy. 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 Oh boy. Um, I'm looking for something. Just hang in there, people. I'm looking for something. Uh, let's see. Ooh, ooh, I got one. All right, I got one. Jesus, at least this person's honest. But this sucks either way. Um, this person said, I love my wife, but occasionally cheats. What is wrong with me? I can tell you what's wrong with you right now. You're a fucking idiot. You are a goddamn idiot. And you better hope that you don't get divorced and she cleans your damn bank account out. All right, this person by the name of MBB, um, it's it's not a long answer, but I, I feel as if it's uh, it's worth the read. Uh, this person, to answer that question, says, what is wrong with you is you may love your wife, but you're not actually in love with your wife. Now, I'm going to stop right there for a second, okay? I'm going to stop right there. That first line, I can relate to that first line. Uh, my dad asked me one day with my ex-wife, right? Because me and my ex-wife, we were going, we were on the verge of a divorce, right? I would never forget this. I was walking outside. It was a warm afternoon. And he asked me one day, because I would spill everything to him about what was going on, which is something I don't always recommend either. But in this, some case, I had to. And he asked me one day, do you love this woman or are you in love with this woman? And I'm going to tell you right now, they are two completely different entities. Because I had to sit there without hesitate. I mean, I hesitated and I thought about it and I was like, I love her. And the answer was clear. Like it was over. I loved her as a person, but it was over. Now, if I was in love with this woman, I would have snapped with a simp with, with that answer really, really quickly, but I didn't. And that's sometimes what you have to ask yourself if your relationship is in a bad spot, is whether or not you love this person or are you in love with this person? Because if you're in love with this person, you'll do whatever it takes to keep it going. But if it's already exhausted all your options, but you love this person and there's not much else to do, then you, that's it. So I'm going to start over again. Sorry, I just have to like jump on that part because it kind of hit me pretty good. It says, what's wrong with you is that you may love your wife, but you're not actually in love with your wife. Be honest with yourself about why you're with her in the first place. Is it the life you built together that you don't want to give up? Do you have kids together? and a feel a sense of duty to stay or the qualities and characteristics of the woman that you prefer but for whatever reason you settle or your wife regardless you're being selfish by cheating and staying with someone who you're hurting why don't you set the both of you free so she can find a man who loves her and cherishes her i've been saying this multiple times 
Stop wasting people's time. If you are at this point in the relationship to where you have to cheat, and and unbeknownst to the person you're with, they have no clue what's going on, you're fucking up. Just simply just be straight up and be like, hey, man, hey, hon, whatever. I, I, I can't do this no more. Set yourself free, okay? Set yourself free. And stop wasting people's fucking time. So... Honestly, this dude is a fucking idiot. What, what what is wrong with me? There's a lot wrong with you right now. You, there's a lot wrong. You unless this person thought somebody was going to defend this ideology, no, nobody's going to defend this behavior at all. This is just something that uh, is is way out of pocket, way out of fucking pocket. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Um, you should yeah, you should probably reevaluate your life and your moral compass. Oh, boy, I'm sorry. I'm trying my best not to be sniffling, but I, I feel compelled to always give an episode, and I do apologize once more. So if you hear it, just ignore it. Or try to ignore it. <clears throat> Ooh. Oh, boy. I got, a, I got a good one right here. I got a good question right here. Woo! It says, my husband can't get hard even when he's taking meds. Can it be something else? Could be stress. So, you know, I looked this up, but before I get into that, I'm going to read this answer. And it's kind of in line of some of the studies I I may have, like, done some research on. Not that I can't get it up. I, I, I'm i always saluting, but I'm going to tell you right now, for some men, uh, this answer right here by Gawain, by a person named Gawain, <clears throat> to answer that question says, Yes, among other things, men and women who spend hours every day sitting on hard bike seats can suffer nerve damage to the perineum. The area between the rectum and the sac that could kill sensation to the penis or vulva. Anxiety is a huge issue for both genders. Smoking cigarettes for years could cause the dick to shrink and cause impotence. Alcohol can have a very bad effect in the long run. Forever chemicals are also linked to potency problems, including sperm counts. Obesity is another issue. Uh, fatty tissues around uh, fatty fat tissues, uh, fat tissues release estrogen, something men don't want a lot of. There are devices like cock rings and pumps that might be of use. At least they're not expensive to try. And finally, there are toys. Lots of toys. Take a look at Adam and Eve products. So when it comes to like getting hard and stuff, that for men, uh, you get to a point, and this is unfortunate for some men, it's a little bit harder to get it up around your 40s into your 50s, and then you got to use a little blue pill. You know, shame in that, right? You want to still keep it going and want to give some sort of action. You got to do what it takes. But these factors that this person hit on – is absolutely spot on, especially the obesity, the alcohol, the smoking. And yeah, anxiety too, because let's just say, for example, guys, you you know, you got a lot on your mind, you got a lot of things happening, and you can't really focus on the game. Like everything's there, she's ready, you're sort of ready, but you, you got so much going on in your head, you can't focus on getting that up. Because guess what, you know, getting hard or getting an erection is also a mental game too. Your mind has to be in play, it has to be in tune with the person you're with. Or it could just be the person you're with. There's no connection. There's no emotional, physical connection. Like I said, some like people have sex for lust, and some people have sex for a connection. And again, if you're with someone and you and you have a hard time, <laughs> no pun intended, try to get it up. It could just be the person you're with too. But again, also coupled with the factors that this person has listed in the answer, which I think is a brilliant answer. Uh, crazy question though. Uh, this next one, it seems like there's a lot of uh, cheating questions coming through my main home feed. 
again, there's these questions on the, my main home feed just comes from everywhere, from every different thing. But I can easily go into a particular page or a particular room within when it comes to asking questions of a particular topic. But I just get a little bit of everything. <clears throat> so this per this next one is what are the effects of cheating on a partner? I mean, do I really have to like read this shit? What are the effects? They could be there's a plethora of different effects that can happen. You could probably die. <laughs> you probably could die. Let me tell you something right now. Guys, you cheat on a Puerto Rican if you want to. I I did. You better not cheat on her or find or she finds out near a kitchen or something, that knife is coming out. The knife is coming out. And like in other words, you don't know what the effects are. But the psychological, okay, the psychological is this person by the name of Andre, uh, who apparently is in motion picture production. He said, ostensibly, you could destroy the person's being cheated on. They could be so brokenhearted as to go as far as taking their own lives, not out of trying to make their love, the cheating, the liar be, feel bad, but to stop feeling the horrible torture and agony of having them been so hurt. I know because I've been there. If you want to have sex with someone other than your loving partner, then leave them first. Don't deceive them. There you have it. I mean, that's among many answers I could sit there and read in, in regards to this question. That's the only one I'm going to read because it's the one that's like spot on. Stop wasting people's time. You don't feel a certain way. Just let that shit go, man. Like, do, do you go ahead and cheat if you want? I'm telling you, it's going to have consequences and it could have deadly consequences. Somebody could really, really get hurt behind that when it didn't even have to get to that point <clears throat> so i mean that's something to really think about all right this next one uh geez this is oh oh okay i'm 23 and pregnant by a 72 year old married man what should i do i don't know what you should do but i can tell you what you should have done messed around with a 70, 72 year old married man uh this person by the name of galtum says, I guess you shall not be tied to a 72-year-old man as he would die any time now due to old age and disease. You should abort the child. Wow. Um, this was what this person said. And make sure to take advice from those who are positive and thoughtful about your future life. Uh, that's a bit of a uh, whew, that's a bit of a dark option. Aborting the child. and Listen, whatever your stance on abortion is, I will respect it wholeheartedly, but I don't think that's the way to go. Um, people, you got to think, you got to really think about the decisions you make. You know, you hear you got a 72-year-old man who could croak at any time, helping to give life, a brand new life. Now, how would you explain, like you have the kid, right? Let's say for the sake of she keeps the kid. How do you explain who the kid's father is? How do you explain the circumstances to how this kid came about? And then, of course, this person is suggesting abortion. Not really the smartest thing to do because, you know, you should own up to your responsibility. You created this responsibility when you could, when you didn't even have to. Like, come on, what sense? Unless the guy gasped and said, uh, well, yeah, um, I'm not married. But then who the hell, well, what 20-something-year-old woman, 23-year-old would be attracted to a 72-year-old man unless he's some sort of a sugar daddy or he's got money or something, but in a sexual way? Oh, no, no. There's something really wrong with that. There's something wrong with this whole society. I can't quite figure it out, and I don't think I ever will. All right, I think I got time for one more question, and then I'm out of here. Um, 
Let's see. Oh boy. Okay, last question. Got it. All right, here we go. Bada bing, bada boom. My wife cheated on me with a coworker. She now says that they are only friends. Should I allow them to be friends outside of work? Uh, you should allow them to just be together all together, my friend. Because uh, you know the old adage: once a cheater, always a cheater. Seems to be a thing. Why? All right. So yeah, she cheated on you with cheated on you with a coworker, and they're now they're friends. Who's to say they're not smashing still? They're just friends now. So it, it, it was perfectly okay. Like, oh man, honey, I'm sorry I cheated on you, but with that guy. But don't worry, we're just friends now. Should you allow them to be friends outside of work? Shit, you should just divorce her. Because what is what do you think is happening outside of work? Hello. I, I can't believe somebody would even ask something crazy like that. This person by the name of Bothwell, real quick, says, as long as you're okay that they will be an intimate by fucking their brains out, they definitely go along with this. She is basically asking for your blessing to continue the affair. It sounds like you aren't too torn up about her affair. Maybe even enjoy it. So make it fun for both of you. Absolutely not. Yeah, it seems like he he's into this thing. Maybe he's getting his cake and eat it too. He doesn't seem very phased about it. Any other any man in a right mind would not let this shit fly. It would be over. Completely over. And there you have it. That is some of the dumbest shit I've heard all day. And of course, I gave you guys an early treat by having that episode on a Thursday because I thought today was Friday. So yeah. Unless I can do another um stupid question thing tomorrow too actually I, I might just do that all right so hey thanks for listening to this podcast um again email dailymindpodcast at gmail.com just say hello click the little message link say hello it'd be nice tell your friends too this podcast is a little bit unorthodox but it, it's something it, it, it's, it has meaning to me all right so hey thanks for listening have a great evening and uh Stay tuned for what could be another bonus episode of Stupid Questions. All right. Have a great evening, and we'll do it again next time. Ciao.